So let's get with what's popping with the parents, B. Okay. So this question comes from Allison. She says, you mentioned that parents had to wait two days to email complaints about team placements. My question is, do parents' complaints ever result in changes? My daughter's gym seems to have the attitude that you get what you get and you don't get upset. I've even heard that the manager keeps a list of parents that complain. I feel like I'm not allowed to voice my any opinion. It's a great question. Oh, yeah, we did say you got to wait a couple weeks. I heard this. I heard this on one of those. Com- someone commented on that post. And she said they make them wait four practices. Did you say two weeks or four? Pra- I think four practices were her exact words. I, I put, hey, they got to wait two days, blah, blah. She said they wait. Four- you have to wait four practices before making a complaint. I was like ice cold right there. That's what we're going to start doing next year. You got to wait four practices before you start complaining to me. So... <laughs> That reminds me, I'm pretty sure I told this story on the pod before, but our very first year, we place a girl on senior one, right? Mom has a meeting with us and they have zero practices yet, right? This is before practice start. We have the meeting. She's complaining about being on senior one and she's just complaining. And then so we have the meeting with her. And we're like, okay, well, give it, give it a chance. Like, give it a chance before you come back. And 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 Ashley had like specifically said, and you gotta give it more than one practice. You can't just don't just give it a night and then come back, but give it a couple of weeks and then come back to us and we can talk. They had literally one practice. She came in the next day and was like, it's ain't gonna work. Like, I can't see what's gonna happen. Like, what you're saying is gonna be good about this team is not gonna happen and we're like dude we said give us a couple of weeks and you came in after one night after we specifically said you know give it more than one night right and so fun fact about that particular parent family situation that team end up getting a bid they're like one of the first teams in our gym to get a bid i think they might have been the first team in our gym to get a bid that season right and there's our very first season at american and so we have the parent meeting you you get a bid we have a parent meeting and talk about the summit and like what that entails or whatever and so we're upstairs we have this parent meeting and we go yeah you know congratulations you got a bid blah blah and all right guys that was it was fun meeting good job you know good night we'll see you guys you know whenever and i remember that mom like waited after and all she she's just like i can't remember she said thank you or i'm sorry she said one of the two but i knew exactly what she was talking about she was just like and i was like i got you i got you fam so anyway hopefully she said i'm sorry yeah it was like or like you were right or something like that. it was like something where she made reference to like our original meeting and like maybe i was wrong about this team or whatever so i mean this was it was literally our first year there so anyway well i feel like this what's popping with the parents in general which you know i'll just say it people don't know this but when you sent me that question i said oh there's gonna be a lot of controversy because and i said i feel like there's a lot of parents that can relate to this at our gym and when i say relate i don't like not that this is how you guys make us as parents feel at our gym. And I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I do know that I have had, I've heard or I've had people approach me and, you know, they've said something similar to me. And I realistically just say, oh, I don't know. Like he returns my emails. (laughs) 
I return everyone's emails. But, 100%. They might not like what I say, <laughs> but I return everyone's emails. That's for show. I I mean, I will say this. There have been times where I haven't been happy with the girls' team placements because they haven't mm-hmm. been happy because they and me and you have talked about this. They have this expectation of I want to make this team. And, you know, prime example, last year, they got the email that they made last season. They got the email first that they made youth white Mm -hmm. and they were like i'm not doing that i'm done blah 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 okay and then the email came through that they made youth black and then they were like oh so excited happy Mm -hmm. you know and but me as their parent i'm like how did you make youth black you don't Mm -hmm. have a tuck that's a level three Like, I'm thinking, how did, like, how did that work out? And, you know, this season, they made Junior Blue. They were happy about it. They, of course, wanted to make Senior Black, but they're only 12 years old mm-hmm. right now. And I told them, they were happy about Junior Blue. They they were, they were definitely happy about Junior Blue. Me as a parent told them, like, how cool would it be when you're done with your cheerleading career at American if you are able to say, you know what, I was on all these teams. If you teams stayed the same, it would be super cool to say that you were on every team that American had except for Mini Sparkle because you aged Mm -hmm. out of that. And they were like, okay. I just don't feel like when you get your team placement and you're not happy about it, you complain and you complain because you want to change. Like, I know this sounds bad, but if I was a director and someone complained to me about their team placement, I would, I honestly would put a check mark and be like, yep, definitely not. Definitely not moving your kid just because you complained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I don't care and I don't want to know how you guys deal with those things because that's just not my cup of tea. But I also, I don't blame a director or a manager for keeping tallies on how many times a parent wants to have a meeting or wants to complain about something. You as a parent have a right to do that. And I don't think you should ever be worried about voicing your opinions But I also believe that it's the way you approach it. If you go in there hot-headed, screaming and yelling because your daughter, you know, didn't get to be in the tumbling pass or your child didn't make the team that you want or your daughter that's usually a flyer is now a base. If you go in there screaming and yelling, you can't expect for things to get changed. Mm -hmm. Like if you go in there and you ask questions and thoughts are exchanged you're gonna see i feel like you'll understand more like you have to be open-minded let's go here one of the questions or the question in the the original question was how often or something like that does it get changed one of the number one things that shows up in my dms is hey jason do you mind if i pick your brain a bit so here we go coaches here is your chance to ask your questions directly to me about coaching and running an all-star cheer program i'll be hosting a virtual coaches training and q a we'll talk about the things that you want to talk about but i imagine we'll talk about everything from scheduling practices to working with parents guys sign up now because i want to keep this group very very small so it's super beneficial to those who are on the call and obviously is first come first serve link in the show notes for more details one of the questions or the question in the the original question was how often or something like that does it get changed it rarely rare it's probably happened i know it's 
My notes only really happened one time. And it was our first season. A girl had made senior one. Maybe junior one. No, we didn't have a junior one our first year. So she must have made senior one. And then we placed her on youth one. I think that was the only change we made. And the only reason I changed her is because the dad had brought up something about her being in a crop top and she was 11 years old. And I went, it's a valid point, dad. You don't want your girl in a crop top. All right, we'll move her to youth. Because the rule was you couldn't be in a, at that time, we were wearing crop tops for our senior kids. Mm-hmm. Now everyone wears full tops. But at the time, senior kids were wearing crop tops. Everyone else was in full tops. He said something about her being in a crop top. And they were trying to get her onto a level two team. That's, they, they can't, it's not like they want her on the youth, on youth one. They were trying to get her on a level two team. Um, oh, well, that ain't happening. But I was like, well, we'll put her on youth white, you know. So she didn't have to wear a crop top. But that was, the, that was the only thing that changed that season. And I think maybe one other time we gave an athlete an opportunity on one team. They had the skill. They were qualified for the team. And we just gave them an opportunity and they end up staying on that team. But other than that, I mean, for real, like when I have those meetings, it's honestly Groundhog's Day. It's when we make the decision, we as coaches – are making the decision based on our experience coaching the athlete and our and then we you know what they actually did at their evaluation. That's what we're using. And then we put together these teams. However, and so that's what we use when we put together teams. Our experience coaching the athlete and then the their actual current skills that they throw, combination of those two things and we put them on teams. And right, so it's I will put that in the like logical, right? We're using the logical part of our our brains when we make the decision. And parents tend to come in complaining about the team using the emotional side. They bring no like actual new information to us that we didn't have before. And it's the same. I'm telling you, I've been having these meetings for years and it's the same thing Every time she's been on this team or this level for years, right? Not that she has the skills to be on another level. She doesn't have the skills to be on this level. She's just been on this level for years. So you guys should move her up. And right. And so what do we, and I I put that, I remember I put this in emails. We are not obligated to move your athlete up just because they've been on a particular level for years. We have zero obligation to do that as a, as a gym. We should move athletes up because they have the particular skills and they can fill a, a need of that particular team, right? The other thing we hear all the time, all of her friends moved up. All of her friends are on this team. Again, as a gym, we have zero obligation to move your daughter or your son to a different team <clears throat> just because they have friends on that team, right? And I dread the day that Kensley and Ryland have to split up, right? They're literal twins, right? But we have zero obligation to keep those two on the same team, right? They're roommates. <laughs> I get scared. I'm not going to lie. Right. But one of these days, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's very mm-hmm. possible. But we have zero obligation to keep those two on the same team. Yeah. Right. And so parents come in all, all of her. Like, that's another one of the big ones that parents always use. You know, the other one is a more recent one, but she wants to go to the summit. She wants to go to the summit. So she should be on this particular team. And again, gyms have zero obligation, right? And so what parents use are like these 
these outside things when the coach goes right, or at least I want to say I want to speak for every coach in the world. What we do at our gym is go. We're going to put this athlete on this team because they have these particular skills. They're going to fit this particular need, and that's the team that we need. So you know, and it, we have to explain that to the so you know we have these meetings or in an email. Parents, you know, it's I can get how a parent feels like I shouldn't even complain. I'm not going to move her. Well, we're probably not going to move her because we already made the decision based on a particular set of facts and parents rarely bring in new facts it's not like they go she got her back handspring she has it now it's never she got her back handspring or she got her tuck or she she has this now to she grew 10 inches she can now be a back spot there was a one mom on on one of those posts where i had said you know there's going to be a level two kid there's gonna be a kid that doesn't have a tuck who makes a level three and a kid who has a tuck who makes a level two, right? That post that was on uh, Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. Jason C. Larkins on TikTok. And let's talk to your podcast on Instagram. Anyway, and the mom had said something. I feel like I should find it. Because she said something like, my daughter is too small to bathe. This is her literal words. I don't say literal. But this is these were her words. My daughter's too small to base and she doesn't want to learn how to fly. What are Jim supposed to do with your kid? Honestly, she's too small to base. She doesn't want to learn how to fly. Gyms are not obligated to move your kid up because because you know what are Jim supposed to do in that situation? You know? So the point is should be a nugget. I'm telling you. So to answer the question, do parents, do they ever result in change? Very, very, very rarely. Do uh, uh, my gym seems to have an attitude to get what you get? I will at least, and I, I respect that a little bit to just say you get what you get. I want to be able to educate our families. That's just like the, what I want to be able to do is educate our families on the decisions while we make the decisions that we make, at least as much as I feel is appropriate, right? It's a big reason behind the podcast is to provide parent education, right? Coach education, all those things, and to give parents an inside look of like why gyms make the decisions that they make, even if their gym isn't telling them that specifically. But you know, in the past, you've asked me particular questions about team placements, and you know, and I've said this is X, Y, and I can do that with all of our teams, you know, and go, well, they didn't make this team because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, the other thing that parents do is is that they'll bring up same thing I said in that post, but they'll bring up the other athlete and go, well, this kid made the team with. Without, you know, the backhand spring. Why can my kid not make the team without the backhand spring? It's just that kid is just filling a role that your kid isn't filling, right? Now, if they both are equal, right? They both have equal tumbling, then it's most likely like it's just a flat out better base than your kid, right? And we can't have a we can't have a team full of exceptions. If parents, I guarantee you, if parents put together the teams, all of the teams would be awful. And then you'd blame the coaches. And why this team, this team sucks. It's all these coaches. It's because we let you guys put together the teams and your kids all on their dream team. And now, but they can't do any of the required skills, right? Go ahead, B. I know you want to say something. I will close out my section of this. I will say that do not ever feel like you are not allowed to voice your opinion, but think of how you approach voicing your opinion. Because there, to be honest with you, there is not a darn thing anybody could do or say to me that wouldn't, that would hinder me from voicing my opinion about something. Unless you're going to pay me a million dollars to keep your 
your mouth shut, I'm still going to voice my opinion. But I think the way you approach the situation and the way you speak to other people helps you. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't go, don't go running in there. My kid made Junior blue and this is unacceptable, you know. But I just don't think, like I think that you should, no matter what, be able to voice your opinion. Here is um, a quote. It was, um, it, was that, it was a Netflix movie, Glass Onion. I think it's Knives Out, Glass Onion. It was good. It was on Netflix. Watch it, B. It was really good. It was really good. It's like a murder mystery movie. The name just intrigues me. Yeah, I think I think it was called Knives Out, but then Glass Onion was like this particular. I think it was like a like a not a two part, but it's like not a sequel, but just a different story. Like the original was just called Knives Out, and this was like another Knives Out movie, but this one was Glass Onion. But it was really good. It's like a murder mystery comedy it was really good you should watch it but he says like the main character the um the detective he said something like this i can't remember exactly what the quote is but it's something like it's a sad day when speaking your mind gets gets confused with speaking the truth oh ooh, that's a bar right there that's quote of the week right there quote of the week you know and so many people go i'm gonna speak my mind I, you know, I just I just tell how it is. I'm going to speak my mind. And he said, it's a sad day when people confuse speaking their mind for speaking the truth. I'm like, man, because you're not always speaking or speaking the truth gets confused with speaking their mind or something like that anyway. So yeah, anyway. Thanks for watching the Let's Talk to Your podcast. Definitely subscribe so you never miss out on anything from the show. <laughs>